are listening to the KMC on Anchor. Welcome to the KMC Show, episode two. So it's been a while since I've done an episode, but uh, I'm ready for episode two, built completely offline, and it's now ready to be published. So uh, it's weird doing the intro after I've done everything, but I know everything that's in the show, so here we go. Um, So in this show today, on episode two, we have call-ins from Kevin Touch, Tima Talks, and Aunt Capone. Also, I'll be talking about the Black Panther movie. I saw that uh, just a couple days ago, so I'll give my thoughts on that and some other superhero movies uh, get tossed into the mix. I talk a little bit about each. Uh, And we talk about a topic that came up on the 318 radio with Shane. Um, He talked about what, if you were sports commissioner of your favorite sport, what changes would you, would you what changes would you make? And uh, so, I did a few segments about that on each of the big four in Major League Sports: NHL, NBA, MLB, and NFL. Um, so that's near the back end of the show. So I hope you stay tuned. And keep it locked to KMC. Let's start the show. You're listening to the KMC show exclusively on Anchor. Keep it locked. So yesterday I got three call-ins from three different people from three different uh, podcasts, I should say. Um, So that was very exciting. It's always great to get feedback from people. So the first call-in is Kevin Touch, KT. He's, He's got some something to say about the NBA, and the anchor changes. So let's hear what he's got to say. KMC, it's KT. Two things I'm going to talk about. Uh, the first thing is the NBA news, then we'll talk about anchor. That's I applaud that by Silver. I think that's a good move, especially the teams that are – I know the Spurs like to do that a lot with the wrestling stars, but I feel like they do it in a unique way. And Pop's always a mastermind when it comes to sitting and – Resting starters. Now, when it comes to the anchor changes, I gotta admit, I was I was probably one of the biggest users on here when it came to echoes and comments. I mean, PV, myself, we were definitely the social networkers. But in the way it looks, I feel like one of those two are coming back. It's either an echo or a comment because there's no time frame. It feels like there's more space in the interface to give something of that nature. But because it's more of a podcasting platform. Definitely have to be careful of what you choose to echo. It's for sure you don't want to echo some big guy and they get offended. Thanks, KT, for calling in. Always great hearing from you. Um, Yeah, Adam Silver, I totally understand what Adam Silver is doing here. Uh, he He just wants to protect the integrity of the NBA and make sure that nobody is losing on purpose. Um, so I don't, I don't think that what he did was wrong. I, I think he ju- he's just covering his bases and, and protecting the league. So um, I just wonder if it was actually necessary because I, I strongly believe that these players that are on the floor, these coaches coaching, 
Um, they're not trying to lose on purpose. It, it would be pretty obvious if they were. Um, and for the anchor changes, I, I don't know if uh, echoes are coming back. I, um, I, I have a feeling they're not. Um, voice messages, I could, I could see it coming back um, because it just allows people that don't have the time to make a voice message it gives them an opportunity to interact with the podcast via text. I could see that coming back. Maybe a good move would be is you can have that option on your podcast. You can say, no, I don't like, I don't like text messages on my podcast. Uh, I'm going to say no to that. But other people, they should give that option to the, to the user, to the content provider and if they want that uh, text message to appear on their podcast, they have the option to do so. Um, I, I think that would be in the best interest of everybody. Um, and, and you could see like, oh, uh, this podcast is, is getting more listens and interactions. Maybe I should put on the voice, the, sorry, the text message feature on as well. Or just creatively, it doesn't work for you. And, and, and you choose to uh, not have that option on your podcast. And, and that's okay. You To each their own. And um, I'm just going to, and they're going to just opt out. And that's okay. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the next uh, tweak they do. Um, I think voice message, or sorry, text messaging is coming back. But I, I just have a feeling that these these big names that are coming to anchor, they're not going to want us to to echo their content at all. You're listening to the KMC show. Keep it locked. Next up, we got a first-time caller to the KMC show, Tima Talks. And she has some thoughts on Echoes. Are they coming back? Tima thinks they are. Let's hear what she's got to say. Hey, KMC. I was listening in on your segment about the Echo feature um, on Anchor 3.0. And Anchor 3.0 seems to be the talk of Anchor Nation Town right now, I guess because it's really new and we have mixed reviews. I personally really kind of liked the Echo. The Echo was um, a place where I could explore um, different stations and find out about new stations and share segments that I thought was interesting. But I guess I realized why they removed it. Um, although I did add them on Twitter and ask them if they were bringing it back and they are bringing it back in the future updates. So I guess they're going to bring it back in a format where you can't really add it to your episodes, but you can add it on your station, maybe like a story for 24 hours. Who knows? Um, otherwise, I did talk about that on my station if you're interested in listening on that. And yeah, thank you for listening. I tried squeezing everything in within a minute. That was the wickedly talented... Tima Talks. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, the Echoes, I have a feeling they're not coming back. Um, I know 
um, Anchor told her directly that Echoes will come back, but it just doesn't fit in this episode format right now. Um, I guess it is possible to fit it in, but um, if you're putting your podcast on iTunes, um, there might be some issues with that. These big names in podcasting probably don't want uh, Joe Blow off the street to to have his his property in his podcast, even though he created the podcast on Anchor and agreed to the terms and conditions, it's still something that I don't think they want. So it might work if you're not allowed to put echoes in your episodes. It's some sort of separate uh, live feed that you can do that they bring back the station element to Anchor. Right now, the station element is gone. It's just episodes... It's on-demand content. There's no, It doesn't feel like a live stream or Instagram story or Snapchat story atmosphere. Um, it, it feels uh, very episodic and on-demand. So um, I just can't see Echoes returning. Um, I, I think we're only going to see some small tweaks to 3.0. And some uh, upgrades, but the the core element is going to remain the same. I I cannot see any game changing features being added until probably next year. But you never know. I could be totally wrong, uh, and we do see echoes and 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 uh, text messages, comments return. We just gotta wait and see. Um, but people are still adjusting. You're listening to the unstoppable one who gets the job done. KMC on Anchor. Last call in is none other than the one and only Ant Capone. It's the first time he's called in to the KMC show. And he's talking about, uh, I did a segment in, I believe it was 1.5. Where I was talking about how Adam Silver sent out a memo to the other general managers and owners that tanking needs to stop. And I was talking about how it's it's not on the coaches and players to stop tanking. They're not trying to lose on purpose. It's the management that that may be trying to lose on purpose. But the players on the floor and the coaches we're coaching these players. They're not trying to lose on purpose. They're trying to win. They're trying to play hard. And Capone called in. Let's hear what he's got to say. What's going on, KMC? This is Ann Capone. And you're absolutely correct, man. That's on management, man. That ain't on the players, man, because they have to negotiate their contract when they time up. You know what I'm saying? The coaches want to keep their jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like you were saying. You know what I'm saying? And also, you know what I'm saying? You know, it'd be, you know, once they get to a certain point, you know, the management be making those last-minute moves and, you know, shutting folks down for the year and all that kind of stuff, man. So you are correct, sir. Yeah, thanks, Ann Capone. Thanks for calling in. Ann Capone is... uh 
very inspirational story. Uh, his show, without any social media push, without any promotion from Anchor, none of that. And Ann Capone is still out here grinding, working hard, trying to get better, and is one of the best on Anchor. Even though he doesn't have any any other promotional stuff going on, it's all within Anchor. So hats off to Ann Capone. I uh, wish you nothing but the best. I hope you get to that number one spot once again. Um, but... Yeah, the NBA, Yeah, it, I think it's much to do about nothing. Um, these players, they're trying to play. This happens every year when, when teams are basically out of it. Um, they bring in these players that, that are going to try, but they're just not NBA caliber players. Uh, and a lot of these losing teams, their players are injured and out for the season. So what are they supposed to do? They, they can't... Uh, like they just got to bring in players and these players aren't going to be that good. Like they didn't make it on any other team. So I, I don't think it, it's a big issue in the NBA. Um, I like how the NBA is structured where you have these really good teams at the top and then, and then you have these not so great teams at the bottom. You know, who's good in the NBA. You don't, you don't in the other leagues like the NHL, I think it's a problem that you don't really know who's good and who's not. Um, mediocrity is is prevalent in the NHL. The, the on-ice action is good, but in my opinion, when you have parity, it equals mediocrity. And uh, But in the NBA, it's totally different. You have these super elite teams, and it becomes a big story when they lose a game. In the NHL, if you lose a game, it's no big deal. But in, in the NBA, uh, when a top team gets knocked off, it's a, it's a big story. So um, right now, to me, the NBA is a bit more interesting than the NHL. Uh, that could easily change come playoff time. Um, the playoffs are, are a bit more interesting in the NHL because you don't know who's going to win. NBA playoffs, first round there's not many upsets there probably won't be many upsets so uh, there is good and bad to both art to the argument of elite versus parody um, and uh, we're going to see a lot of parody coming up very soon in the NCAA March Madness tournament uh, which will be getting underway very shortly so um, I'm going to definitely I am definitely going to do a segment about March Madness, so keep an ear out for that. Again, thanks, Ed Capone, for calling in. Peace. What up, party people in the place to be? You're now tuned in to the boy KMC, provided to you with the bumper from the one and only. I saw Black Panther on the weekend, and it's a really good movie. Highly recommend go seeing it. Um, even if you're not a big su superhero fan, it's a really entertaining movie. It, it's got some really good action, um, high drama. Um, it, it, it's just a really good movie. Um, definitely um, the best movie I've seen. Well, it's actually 
the only movie I've seen in 2018, so it's obviously the best movie I've seen in 2018, but that being said, it is good, um, it, uh, I don't know what else to say about it that hasn't already been said, it's just a really good movie, um, you won't be disappointed by it, um, I've read only positive reviews on it, now, People are saying it needs to be nominated for an Oscar next year. I don't know about that. Um, Yes, there is uh, a lot of good performances in this movie. Um, It's basically, it felt like an all-star team. The cast felt like an all-star team of actors and -and up-and-coming actors too. Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan... Um, and, and some um, older actors from the past, uh, Forrest Whitaker and um, uh, Angela Bassett. So it, it, it was an all-star game. It just probably just Denzel Washington and Halle Berry. If they were in it, it would be like complete set. Like it would be crazy, the black all-star team of actors. But a really good movie. Highly recommend it. Um, really looking forward to Infinity Wars. Um, the Avengers movies are are one of my favorite hero movies. It's definitely in the top five greatest hero movies, Black Panther. Uh, my favorite superhero movie of all time was The Dark Knight. Um, that one featured uh, uh, Christian Bale's Batman and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. No, not Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, oh, man, what was his name again? And he died. Oh, the Joker. Um, not Gyllenhaal. Um, hold on a second. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot Heath Ledger. Uh, he has been, he passed away a while ago and hasn't been uh, named for a while. But, um, yeah, Heath Ledger, probably the greatest villain in history, um, in, in film, um, he, his performance as the Joker won an Oscar. Uh, I don't know if any other superhero film has won a major award like that, but yeah, just unreal. So the Dark Knight has to be my favorite superhero movie of all time. I just remember walking out of the theater after it was complete and thinking about the movie for hours, like talking about it with my, at that time, girlfriend, um, who wasn't a big superhero fan, but she was so into this movie as well. So, um, yeah, I just... uh, that one was my favorite. The second favorite is definitely Superman 1. Um, that movie I didn't see in theaters when it came out, but uh, watched it on TV and then watched it on uh, VHS tape um, multiple times. Uh, to me, that is definitely my second favorite. It just had a big impact. Superman... It, is still my favorite superhero of all time. Um, so, uh, uh, Christopher Reeve, another actor who passed away, just uh, was the best Superman on film. 
and uh, it was just uh, had some funny elements, a lot of action, um, and it felt real. They they made even though the special effects when you look back on it now are terrible, but it felt it, it had a organic feel, a real feel to the movie, um, and it was uh, just had a huge impact on me. And it's just one of my favorites. Um, And then uh, the superhero movies kind of lost their way um, for a while. Um, We had these Joel Schumacher-directed Batman movies that were just not... They were just not... It was just too comic book-like. They were not real enough. We like superhero movies that feel like they could happen they seem they feel real they look real we don't need to see a cartoonish uh batman or superman or anything like that we we want um some real life action going on even though it's superheroes and it's not real life it still needs to feel like it's real life so christopher nolan definitely brought that back with his batman trilogy I I did like uh, uh, Batman Begins. Um, that was a good one, but um, The Dark Knight Rises uh, did have some issues with that one. Entertaining movie was good, but there's some significant plot holes in The Dark Knight Rises. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't want to spoil it, but um, I enjoyed The Dark Knight Rises, but. After I started thinking about the plot of it, um, there's some issues with the plot. So I could totally see why uh, Christopher Nolan is not doing any more superhero movies because he kind of ended on a kind of a, a ru- it felt like ru- a rushed note. Um, but uh, Christopher Nolan, definitely one of my favorite directors. Haven't seen Dunkirk. But um, uh, loved Inception. Haven't seen um, Interstellar either. Need to go see that. I think that's on Netflix. But um, uh, he is a good director. Uh, he didn't win last night. But uh, um, yeah, it, it, uh, movies is always an interesting subject. It's very subjective, just like music, just like any other media. Um, so... Yeah, that that would end the superhero segment. The movie segment slash superhero segment. Warning, warning, hot takes coming. Hot takes coming. Warning, warning. You're listening to the KMC Show exclusively on Anchor. Keep it locked. Shane from 318 Radio had an excellent topic on his last episode that he recorded, um, it's asking, what would you change in pro sports? What rules, if you're a commissioner, what would you change? I think this is an awesome topic. It definitely gets uh, the conversation going. I'm definitely going to call in, uh, to, even though the, the episode, as I record this, is three days old, uh, I still plan on calling in and uh, giving my two cents in one minute, but with Anchor 3.0, I I can 
use this topic and I could talk about this for one hour if I wanted to. I definitely won't be doing that, but um, it's one of the beauties of 3.0 is that you can record for one hour and uh, there's no interruption. Anyways, um, so, okay, let's go through the rule. The one, if I could pick one rule change in each sport, if I was commissioner of all the major league sports, all the big four, the NBA, NHL, uh, Major League Baseball and NFL, what if I could pick one rule to change, what would I pick? Um, some of these rules, like I don't know if they would have a major impact, but um, first let's go with the least popular of the big four, the NHL. I would definitely change the point system in the NHL. So in right now in the NHL, uh, when you get a regulation win, you get two points. And if you uh, have a, a regulation tie, you get a point. And if you win in overtime in a shootout, you get two points in the standings. And then the, you accumulate points, and that's how uh, first place and second place and so on are determined. If I were commissioner of the NHL, I would definitely change it so that a regulation win, you get three points. And then if you win in a shootout or overtime, you get two points. And then uh, you still get the one point for a regulation tie. Um, I just like how each point, each game that's played in the regular season is worth three points. And how you divvy it up, how it determines the, the game determines how it's divvied up. It's either one team takes all three points or um, uh, there's a regulation tie. So then a team gets one point and the other team gets two points for the, the for the overtime win or shootout win. Right now, some games can uh, come up with three points and other games are just two points because if you have a regulation win in the NHL, you get two points and the other team gets zero. So... I just like that idea of it evening it out. And also, if teams get uh, behind in, in the standings uh, late in the season, they can come back. If they go on a regulation win streak, they'll catch up pretty quick because you can gain um, like nine points in, in, in three games. So uh, nobody's really out of it. If you go on a hot streak, you can come back and, and, and get a playoff spot. So I know why they don't do this in the NHL. It's because with this system, everyone is pretty close in the standings and nobody is really out of it until the end. So they kind of like that. But I I think um, this system, three-point system for a regulation win, would help um, teams that are struggling and give them an opportunity, if they go on a hot streak, to catch up. So the parody would still be there. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. I don't think they'll ever change that. Okay, so in the NFL now, I think the rules in the NFL are pretty good. Um, I think that uh, there's not any major rule changes that are needed. But the, the rule change uh, that I would come up with 
would be the, oh, I forget what I was going to do. Um, just give me one second. Right, so the rule change I would do in the NFL is not a major change, but I, I think I would eliminate kickoffs in the NFL. I think you, you just start at the 20 or 35 or something like that because not many kickoffs are, are returned for uh, a touchdown or there isn't much return yardage as much in the NFL anymore. So I think I would eliminate that. Um, the onside kick would be eliminated too. What's the success rate on an onside kick? Probably, what, 10%, maybe less? I have no idea. But, um, yeah, let's eliminate the kickoff. Um, let's just... Um, maybe you can do the kickoff to start start the game and then and start the half. That's okay because it, it, it's kind of a tradition, I guess. But after that... Um, after a touchdown, let's just start it at the, the 25, 30, whatever, um, and just go from there. I think the flow of the game would be better, and I, I just think that the on on TV, on, on in the crowd um, flow of the game would improve dramatically. You're listening to the KMC Show. Keep it locked. For NFL, or sorry, for Major League Baseball, my rule changes would be the mercy rule. So we're often seeing in baseball, we're getting these games where it's like 13 to 2 or 15 to 5 or something like that. Not many people want to see a game where it's, it's a blowout. So in the regular season, it's 162 games. How about after five innings, if a team, if the home team is up uh, by ten runs after the fifth inning, you call it a game, and and that's the end of it. Um, because nobody wants, nobody's got time for that. Nobody wants to see uh, this long drawn out process and bringing out pitchers and, and all that jazz. Nobody wants to see that. Um, yes, there is an opportunity for a dramatic comeback in baseball because there's no clock, but let's try and save pitchers arms and rest players. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Let's speed up. The, if you really want to speed up the game, that would be an awesome way to do it is just, if there's a blowout, um, it's 10 runs or more um, after the fifth inning. Um, let's say the home team gets their last at bat in the fifth inning, and and uh, that's it. Well, actually, be the top of the fifth. Um, the visiting team, the, ten, the home team's up by 10 runs. We go to the top of the fifth. If they can't get within 10, then the game is over after half the game. And I, I don't think many people would have a problem with that. Um, you've seen, you've seen 10 runs, um, what, what more do you want to see? Um, you get to go home early, um, um, people, uh, it, it, it would save money on payroll for the workers if they're an hourly rate, rate, 
Um, I just, I don't see any really downside to ending ball games early, especially when you're trying to speed up the game. Um, why not end it early? Um, so if any, if anybody has a rebuttal to why that shouldn't happen, please let me know. Cause I'm, I, I'm puzzled as to why this rule is not already in place. Um, I, just because there is a chance for a comeback, I, I guess, because there is uh, four more innings to chip away and, and, and get back into it. We have seen that. But what's the percentage rate of a comeback in Major League Baseball? And wouldn't it be beneficial to rest arms? So, yes, that's my one rule change for Major League Baseball is... Let's uh let's get that mercy rule in there. Lastly, the NBA. My rule change for the NBA would be the four point line. Right, right now today in the NBA, the three point shot is a pretty easy shot. Um, there's they're shooting it at a very high rate than ever before. The, the three point shot is is a main part of the offense for every NBA team. Now, if you put in a four-point shot, that would definitely change the landscape a bit. I think teams wouldn't use the four-point shot because I think you need to make it um, pretty far out. Um, maybe add five feet to the shot or maybe three. I'm not sure, but it, it needs to be a really far shot, not half court, um, but in between the three-point line and half court, maybe like halfway in between. I don't know if it, it's an arc. I don't think it would be an arc because there's not much room on the baseline for another line. So I think it would just be a straight line um, that would that it would maybe a, a, a semi-arc, but it wouldn't go um, to the baseline. It would just be like a like a curve line like a a curve at uh between the three-point line and the half court line and uh yeah i think it would make it really interesting and uh change excuse me change the dynamics of the nba of of how offenses are made if a team gets down late in the game it would be very interesting to see them try and heave a four-point shot to try and tie the game. Um, I think I think it would be pretty exciting. They should definitely put it into the All-Star game and see if it works or, or the G League and, and try it out and develop it, see if it actually does work. But I think the way the NBA is going, it's, it's becoming a three-point league again. I think they need to change it up and, and put in that four-point line. I think it would change things up a bit. Um, it, it would put, uh, value on sharpshooters from, from the perimeter even more, and it probably would open up the game inside, but I could totally be wrong on that. It could wreck the game, but I think it's something you need to at least try. Um, the other thing they're talking about is, uh, making the one through 16, uh, tournament, I'm not sure if that's a good idea. I definitely will be talking about that. Uh, and I've teased that before, but I will be talking about that. But it doesn't really fit 
in in today's discussion um because i don't i'm not really convinced that a one through 16 it would be great because you have to make so many changes into the season uh, but back to the four point line um yes i just think um it, it would be an interesting thing to see i, I just i'm not 100 percent sure if it would wreck the game of basketball uh, because would would people just try to heave four point shots the whole time and it would be boring to watch, or would they just incorporate it into the offense and maybe use it as um, a last second uh, desperation open four um, uh, to kick it out to somebody at the four to to take that shot? Um, I don't know. It, it, I think they should at least try to experiment with that. No, I'm not a sex robot, but you are listening to KMC on Anchor. So that concludes episode two for today. Um, yeah, I probably will continue it on with maybe a, another episode later, 2.1, 2.2. But this concludes episode two. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, special thanks to Tima Talks. Kevin Touch and Ant Compone for calling in with the voice messages. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. If anybody has any input on any subject, please feel free to voice message in. We'll get that published on the next episode. No doubt about it. So have you, I hope you have a great day, a great morning, great afternoon, great night, wherever Whenever you're listening to, when, whatever time you're listening to, I'm hoping you're having a great day. And keep it locked on KMC. We'll definitely have another episode sooner than later. Um, so that's about it. And uh, take care. Peace.